Astrid stared at Victor in numb disbelief. Still not quite able to process what her brain was telling her, she had seen only minutes before. I've been having sex with this guy. I've had... Oh God, I've had sex with him dozens of times. And he turns into a dog. No, not a dog. A wolf. A huge blonde wolf. The thought made her stomach instinctively turn over inside. Okay, she said slowly, taking a deep breath and closing her eyes for a moment. You really need to explain this to me thoroughly, completely, and just... in small words, okay? Astrid opened her eyes once more and looked up at Victor. His bright eyes showed a faint flicker of amusement, but his face was serious. He nodded. Considering what's going on right now, it's probably better that way, he agreed. Victor glanced around the room for a moment. Astrid saw his gaze land on one of the chairs set off to the side. With the strength that Astrid had to admire, Victor crossed the room, picked up the chair as if it weighed no more than a fold-up, and brought it closer to the bed. He sat down, looking far more regal, far more confident than Astrid thought any naked man should, particularly one who had just turned into a wolf and then back into a human. Victor held her gaze for a few moments of silence, his expression thoughtful. I'm afraid your life has become very, very complicated, Astrid. My life? she asked, crossing her arms over her chest. My life is very, very simple right now. If I don't like your explanation, I'm getting the hell out of here and leaving the state. Victor's lips twitched in a smile. Astrid's fear and wariness shifted to irritation that he could be so confident, even amused, at a time like this. Wouldn't do you any good, Victor said, shrugging slightly. I could track you anywhere, especially now that you're my mate. What? The word left Astrid's lips in a near shriek. She opened her mouth to add to that question and discovered she couldn't even find words for the rush of emotions that flooded her brain. What? Victor's lips twitched again, and Astrid realized he was suppressing laughter. More importantly, Victor said, his voice perfectly level, if I can track you, other people can track you, people who don't want you alive. Astrid's arms left her chest, and she waved them through the air, not quite flailing. No, 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 no. We are not moving forward yet. What was that about me being your mate? Astrid scowled at Victor, crossing her arms over her chest once more. She knew that it was a little beside the point. He had seen every inch of her body, had touched her everywhere. But somehow she couldn't resist the impulse to cover herself. That... that is complicated, Victor said, his lips twisting into a wry smile. When exactly did I become your mate? Astrid felt her stomach lurch inside of her at the word. How long have you been keeping this from me? Victor's wry smile deepened into something a little more sincere. You had to have felt it, Victor told her, holding her gaze. You might not have known precisely what was happening, but your body can feel it. Astrid felt her cheeks heat up with a deep blush, spreading down from the roots of her hair to her chest. It happened tonight, you becoming my mate. Victor's voice dropped lower, almost a murmur, 
a faint growling sound in his throat that sent a thrill through Astrid's body. If we hadn't been interrupted, I would have had to tell you at some point anyway. It would only be fair. So I'm your mate, Astrid said, her tongue balking silently at the word. What does that mean, just between us? Not with the rest of this... this club shit you have going on? It means that you're mine and I'm yours, he said simply. We're bonded. I would know your scent anywhere in the world. You can't smell it, but you've taken on my scent, too. Victor paused, and Astrid tried to work her mind through what he was saying. I could track you anywhere. You could leave this house right now, get in your car, and move across the country and I would be able to eventually find you.